Good morning. Good morning. Hey, today's the 13th day. It's Friday the 13th, and we are not superstitious. That's right. Thank you for being here. This is Daybreak Live. It is Friday. It is the month of October. Let's get going. Oh, here we go. I'm at the wrong place. Now, boom. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for Uh, good morning. No. Introducing. Is this the first time? No. Look back there in the back. There's our youngest daughter, Miss Alicia. Woo! Wave, Alicia. And, and she's holding my. Michael my is over there. He refuses anymore to get in the camera for some reason. We don't know why. He thinks he's too good looking for the rest of us. You bitch. People come past me. What's he mad about? Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Yes, I do.
my daddy so happy. Back the phone up. I don't know if y'all can hear everything, but I'm just here. That's a drummer right there, y'all. Oh, that's why. He wasn't mad in the picture. He's serious because he. Serious. He wants the serious look. He takes this seriously. Seriously. Which is yeah. not usually behind the uh, <laughs> Miss Kayla, Miss Kayla, Miss uh, Sarah's doing the pictures with the help of her assistant in that, Miss Alicia. 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 She kept saying, Michael, smile. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for your voting yesterday. It is very obvious what got the most votes. Uh, so there's a first place, second place, and a third place, actually. Um, that helps us to get a, a good understanding. And I really do appreciate that very much as we work on releasing these things, hopefully, 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 before very long. Uh, quite a bit goes into it. And once we release it, our desire is to make sure that it's on all the downloadable places that people have, or at least the majority of them around the world. So that takes some doing. Uh, but thank you guys. We love you guys. Thank you, our Daybreak family. We love you very much. And, and, uh, thank you guys when you share with me. I received a word yesterday, uh, that I only got this morning. And, uh, it was a friend of Donna Flowers that talked about how, uh, right before she, before she passed away, she found this Daybreak, um, uh, Bible study and that she had totally given her heart to the Lord and surrender to the Lord before she passed away. And um, what a joy in our heart to feel like that just maybe you're making a difference in somebody's life by having a little Bible study every morning. And it really helps you get through the discouraging times, right? Because there are discouraging times. Indeed. Huh? Indeed there are. Indeed there are. There are times you feel like, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much, and thank you for being here. We love you guys. I guarantee you as much as you love us. And now remember, next week, and Jacinda, uh, remember, next week, Pleasure Ridge General Baptist Church, somewhere on the outskirts of Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> I do have an address. I guess I should, could shoot you that address. I need to do that. Uh, but anyway, come out and see us. It's going to be good to see you, Diane and Elise and Rich, Creel. Uh, it's going to be so good to see you personally. Hug your necks, right? Be with you next week. Starting Monday night, Monday night through Friday night, we will be there. We will be singing each night, and I think we're going to have the whole gang. I'm shocked, but we're going to get to have the whole gang up there. It's kind of hard to do that, you know, traveling as a family, because to be able to travel and minister like that, you know, you can't do your job, so it's hard to have a normal job. So really pray for us. We, we've got a lot of decisions to make and to know what to do. We're in verse 9, and I ended with this yesterday, and Bob was like, yeah, you need to save that for tomorrow. <laughs> Amen, Bob. I do. I did. Uh, still do, probably. Need to push it off. <laughs> Can, we just like Can we skip this proverb? You know, I'm doing verse by verse, you know, line upon line, precept upon precept, but. What's that called? Exit. Exit. <laughs> Expository. Oh. Expository. 
Well, that's, there's a little difference. Anyway, it says in verse 9, we're in Proverbs 21, verse 9, better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. And as I shared yesterday, uh, it is inhabitable to be upon a rooftop. However, you're exposed to the elements. It's not a good place to be. But this proverb is saying that it's better to be there than in the house with a contentious woman. Now, I'm sure this proverb could be translated both ways. I'm sure it'd be better for a woman to dwell on the housetop than to be in the house with a contentious man as well. But generally, the thought is that the woman is the matriarch of the home. She's a keeper of the home. Biblically speaking, women don't get mad at me. <laughs> this is what the Bible says. Uh, she is to be a keeper of the home. That's New Testament scripture, by the way. And the truth is, you know, it's it. here's a way I would say it. Maybe a, a slang. We say, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And we all know that's the truth, right? And so, you know, we love our wives. We love the mama of the house. But when mama's having a hard time, it can make it hard. And this is simply what this is talking about. And really being around anybody contentious isn't fun, right? It's, it's not nice to be around anybody that's contentious all the time. Anybody that's complaining all the time. Anybody that's, you know, constantly complaining and negative. It, it's, not, it's not a nice place to be, uh, no matter where that place is. Can I get an amen to that? Yes. Verse 10, uh-oh, my non-contentious wife wants to come over here. His wife has been contentious at many, many times. It did not go well. Okay, so uh, I was thinking about how, ladies, this isn't just, this isn't a warning for, so much can be unpacked in this one little scripture. Okay, so for True. one thing, you notice the man doesn't leave. They don't just, just up on the they don't just abandon it. It's not like oh irreconcilable differences here. It's like I'm gonna get off over here by myself, mm. and maybe she'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'll go work in the garage. Also, it's a warning to us ladies. Do we really want to drive them to the corner of the house, you know, or the dog house, or wherever it is? <laughs> We say we want to drive them to. We really don't. Well, I, I thought the doghouse is something a man puts himself in, supposedly. Generally speaking, <laughs> but I'm telling you, this contentious woman, <laughs> her buttons might be being pushed too. <laughs> so, uh, and what Scott said about don't be angry with me uh, about being a keeper of the home, ladies. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the, this is I'm gonna put myself out here. Um, I was raised not to be a good keeper of the home. And I don't just mean house cleaning. I don't love that either. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that if you came to my house. Uh, I'm talking about, like I remember going to Scott's mom's house and he was. we were in the living room and she comes in and she goes, honey, what do you want on your sandwich? And I'm like, I'm not fixing you a sandwich. You know, I'll cook for you, but a sandwich you can fix for yourself. <laughs> and my mom was very broken due to broken relationships. And um, that's really the only witness I had. And so I was very much like, I am I am woman, hear me roar. You know, I, I'm all that and a biscuit. Um, 
it wasn't but a few years in that I had heard myself say, honey, what you want on your sandwich? <laughs> and then I used to always fix his plate when we went to dinners and things like that because I found that there was a lot of peace. Now, Scott really didn't want me working, and I insisted on working for a while when we first married. Um, but it wore, it, it wears a woman out, y'all. We have messed up this, whoever talked us into rawr, run off into the workplace. And I know there are people that have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. There are people that have Very to much, in yeah. this day and age because everything's crazy and expensive. But we made the sacrifice early on uh, of things so that I could be at home. And it was such a blessing. There are times now that I think, oh, man, I'd love to be out there somewhere. But truly, God designed it well. And what wears us out is when we're trying to do it all instead of saying, okay, this is my portion, and I'm going to be content in it. And that contentment will keep you from being a contentious woman. But with that, you also have to have a man who's willing to be the provider. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, not be like, you know, some of these silly boys now that are pretending to be men, but they're not men, but they're like, oh, no, yeah, I'll work, but all of my stuff is mine. You know, yeah, and and wife, if you want something, you got to, you know, you're going to have to take care of the kids and then go work on the side so you can have something. That, that is... That is so, our communities are just so different than scriptural. Oh, yes. I mean, and it's just so crazy. I mean, you know, it. this is a partnership. Marriage is a partnership, and we have a family, and, you know, it's mom and dad, and it doesn't and matter. Exactly. It, you know, we, her, my money is her money. What, it ain't, it ain't, there, this, there's just silliness that goes on. There is. That causes a lot of contention in the home. And what you said and, about the young man is true. Y'all, you're missing the true Call of Duty for Call of Duty. I'm just saying. I just put it out <laughs> What there. is that? Oh, that's a game. Because the real, yeah, it's, it's a video game reference. Anyway, the uh, real Call of Duty is to step be up good and father, be a provider, a, a father, good husband, a protector. protector. Yeah, and it's a lot of responsibility, yes, which is. is why, ladies, we need to take this proverb not to be contentious. They got a lot on them. If they're doing it even half right, they got a lot on them, right. you know. But so our let's culture, be the helpmate that God <laughs> created us to be. But our culture has really grown, and this is a problem. This is a serious problem, is, and the culture is telling boys, don't even grow into be, don't grow to men, don't become yeah. men, you yeah. know. Uh, and I think that's bad for a culture. It's bad for homes, and it's bad for a community. Yeah. We need strong masculine men. And masculine yes. men doesn't mean. Uh, He's a bad guy. Yeah, it means he's a good guy. That's you right. know, he knows what it means to be a godly man, a godly man, a godly father, a godly protector. Yes. And yeah, it'd be it'd be so awesome. You know. And I know people throughout just time get there have been men who abuse, abuse their of course, power. Of course, you know, there is. And, and I'm not saying that's right either. God hates a false balance. Yeah. But God created it right. Yeah, and the did, closer we get to the way God created it. <laughs> the better off the world. How did we get all to all that from the contentious woman in the housetop? Because I, I don't know. It was a scripture about us gals, so I thought I'd just bring out some points. That there. was good. That was good, baby. <laughs> oh, I do want to say, I, I realize, like Scott said, that it does take 
there are a lot of ladies out there and y'all are in a and you know you have to work don't don't misunderstand what's being said. you know the proverbs yeah. 31 woman she did some working outside of the home too so yeah. i wasn't dissing that at all not dissing working. but if there's a way that you can set yourself up to to get as close to the godly model as possible then that there are blessings that you can't even imagine yeah that's all i want to say and if that's the situation because culture has to have it, then the man needs to do more in the house, too. Amen to that. Amen. He can cook supper. Uh, there ain't nothing wrong with cooking anyway. I like cooking. On the grill. A hamburger and a hot dog. <laughs> All right, verse 10. The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no favor in his eyes. Okay, guys, what's the... Greatest okay in the living room. What's the greatest commandment? And then number two. Love the Lord your God. And love your neighbor as yourself. And it, verse ten says, "The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no favor in his eyes. He does not love his neighbor." Okay, he does not love his neighbor. And this goes right into what Jesus. Jesus, Yeshua said, is number two. Uh, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord. The second greatest commandment is to love your neighbors yourself. And, and the Apostle John in his letters, uh, you guys that read the scripture a lot, you'll know this is there. I'm not making it up. He says, look, you don't even need to say, and I'm, I'm ad-libbing here, but you don't even need to say you love God if you don't love your neighbor. You, how can you love God whom you've not seen and hate your neighbor or hate your brother. You can't do that. And so, uh, you know, we love means you love people. God means for us to be a community and help one another. And uh, that is the right and proper way to be with God. Love your neighbor. But sometimes the neighbor finds no favor in your eyes. And they need to be finding favor in your eyes because they're your neighbor. Verse 11. When the scoffer is punished, the simple is made wise. But when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. When the scoffer is punished, this is uh, said over and over and over different ways. You know, you, you know you've heard this several times. Uh, the scoffer is more of the uh, hardened, rebellious one. And the simple in this text would be the more naive one. He's saying when the scoffer is punished, the unlearned, the naive, gains wisdom is basically what he's saying. He's made wise. He gets wisdom. Uh, he's instructed. Uh, when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. You know, if wisdom always receives more wisdom. A wise person is always learning. How old are you to when you say, well, I'm done learning? Hey, Brother Charles, why don't you tell them in here? I've heard you talk about it. We Don't we always learn? We're always learning, right? There's never a time where we say, I've arrived. Uh, I don't need any more wisdom and any more subjects, right? Now, you may be an expert in this subject, but it doesn't mean you're an expert in this subject. I, right now, am back. I'm going back to school. Not literally. But I am learning. I want to learn about this music production stuff. So now I'm going to start watching videos and reading stuff. 
to learn about putting stuff out there, you know, and uh, find the easiest, cheapest way for us to get our music out there where uh, people anywhere can listen to it. That's what we're trying to figure out how to do for ministry's sake. And so I need instruction. We all need instruction in different things. What time is it? Okay, verse 12. The righteous God wisely considers the house of the wicked. The righteous God wisely considers the house of the wicked, overthrowing the wicked for their 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 wickedness. And basically, this is just saying, this is another way of saying vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. You know, Jesus uh, taught, and when he got to the end of his teaching, you can read this in Matthew, just read the red letters in Matthew and, and uh, the first sermon, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit and all of that, and just keep reading. And you'll come to the place where he says, whoever hears these words of mine and does them, let me tell you what he's like. He's like a man who digs down and builds his house upon a rock. The storms came, the winds blew, the rains fell, and, the, and it didn't fall. It stood. But the people who hear the words of the Lord and do not do them, that means we're like, Jesus, that's pretty cool sayings, but we're not going to listen to you. We're not going to do what you say to do. We'll do our own thing. Thank you very much. We don't think you're that smart anyway, Jesus. I mean, you're a cool teacher from 2,000 years ago, but what can you really say to us, right? He says, if you hear my words and you don't do them, you don't put them into practice, let me tell you what you're like. You're like someone who builds his house on the sand and the winds come and the rains fall, right? And the house falls. Well, in like manner, God considers the house of the wicked. He's looking at the house of the wicked, and there comes a time for judgment. Judgment always comes. And let me tell you this. You know, and Israel experienced this over and over and over and over. Read, as you read the Scripture, Israel would repent. They would draw close to the Lord, right? God's people would say, God, forgive us. We have sinned. We've turned against you. And God would say, okay, and then the blessings would come and God would bless his people and their armies would be strong and, you know, a, a few men could defeat hundreds of men, right? But then when Israel becomes wicked and turns away from, uh, away from God, destruction comes, right? And so God considers the house of the wicked always. And uh, those who say they belong to God, hey, we need to act like we belong to God. Amen to that? Because yeah. God considers, right? It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of a living God, the Scripture says. Let's end with verse 13, since it's Fear Not Friday, and we only did this three days this week. Let's, let's go just a little over. I can't get this to go up. Hello? There we go. He says this. We'll, we'll end with 13 today. Whoever shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be heard. Uh, Jesus likens the kingdom of heaven. He says, uh, well done, good and faithful servants. 
when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was poor, you know, or when I was in prison, you came and visited me. And he said, Lord, when did we do this? When did we see you hunger and we give you something to eat? He says, in so much as you've done it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. God means for his people to be a people that is kind and helpful and blesses the poor. But this proverb says, if we shut our ears to the cry of the poor, then our cry will not be heard when we're crying out. God, help me. He says, well, you didn't help others. God, I need you. Yeah, well, others need you. Be the kind of person. Remember in the Lord's Prayer that we pray all the time uh, that I encourage you to make it a routine, but don't let it be meaningless. Meaningless. Consider what you say when you're praying. You're saying, God, forgive me as I forgive others. Help me as I help others. God means for us to be the hands and feet of our king and live out his teachings to others. And so we do not turn a deaf ear to the cries of the poor. And we have talked about this many times. The cries of the poor is much different than the cries of one who is able and will not work. Uh, that's a whole different set of scriptures. But the cries of the poor need help and we are to be helping them. Well, thank you for being here this morning. Well, that concludes our daybreak for Fear Not Friday. Uh, I want to say to everybody, Shabbat Shalom. May you find peace and walk in peace with God. And uh, let me tell you how you really find peace. By receiving the Prince of Peace himself, Jesus Christ. Yeshua HaMashiach, the King of the world, the Messiah. Receive him and you will find peace. Amen. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Say anything about next week. We hope we will have enough. Yeah, I'm planning to. I'm planning to do daybreak next week. Okay. If I mean, signal, yeah, where we're staying up in Kentucky, I'm I'm a, I'm assuming we'll have Wi-Fi, and I'm assuming that we'll be able to come from uh, the house that we're staying at next week. So, uh, until next week, God richly bless you. Let's say the Lord's prayer. Are you ready? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord bless your people. Shalom, shalom. See you next week, Lord willing. Bye.